It's obvious that we're living in uncertain times, and the situation with COVID-19 outbreak continues to change by the minute. With that, WVBR wants to make sure we can learn more about our local businesses at this time, how they're doing, what they're changing, and what our audience should know. I'm Christopher Morales, and I'm welcomed now by Christian Olone, a regional manager for DMG Investments, which takes care and maintains Autonethica here in our local area. You may have heard about them already on our airwaves, but we wanted to take this time to learn more about recent changes they've made and how they're adjusting to the whole situation. Well, Christian, thank you so much for joining me. I mean, when we first talked a few weeks ago, we were obviously living in a different world and, you know, so much has changed. And first and foremost, I hope that you and your family are staying safe and healthy. Fortunately, I'm doing perfectly fine or at the very least doing the best that we can. Particularly, we're trying to make sure that we're delivering uh, the most up-to-date information and making sure that uh, everyone understands today's health policies, but also trying to inform people about local businesses and how they are managing themselves right now. You're a regional manager for DMG Investments, which takes care of residents over at Autonithica. And I guess I just wanted to have a conversation and kind of ask how, how you are doing, how is DMG Investments doing, how is Autonithica doing, and just wanting to learn a little bit more about some of these new practices that you're implementing and rearranging logistics to make sure that uh, everybody is doing what they have to do and, and being safe. Yeah, of course. Thank you for taking the time to set this up. And I'm really glad to hear you're doing well. Um, myself and my family are also well. Um, and, you know, we're very, very fortunate um, to be in this situation. Um, you know, I, I know that there's a lot of craziness happening right now. And, um, you know, at, at Auden Ithaca specifically, we're, we're doing whatever we can to um, continue to, to provide support for our, our residents. Um, it's primarily student population. Um, and you know we're trying to be that consi- that constant in a in a world that has a lot of uncertainties right now. Um, you know, and you know we've been doing our best to uh, you know absolutely be compliant all the time with um, local and state and federal uh, you know mandates and uh, best practices from the CDC. And you know, there's a lot of information swirling around. So what we've been able to do is first and foremost be a a funnel of information and communication for our residents. Uh, we have an in-house task force that is, um, you know, constantly looking at these situations and how they apply to our direct uh, residents. And then we take all that information, boil it down, and send them, you know, pointed resources and things that we are doing on site to ensure that we're doing our best to protect our residents and limit any potential exposure. So some of the things we've done um, just at the property level is, um, you know, we've we've closed our shovel service, unfortunately. Um, that and I say unfortunately because it's it's one of our number one amenities, and we're we're so happy that we're able to provide it on a typical basis. Um, we, we identified that area as as one thing that we can do to really limit the uh, potential spread. Um, so we've done that. Uh, along with that, we've also closed all of our amenities um, except for the laundry room, uh, which is an essential service in that area. So in that laundry room. Uh, in the facilities there, uh, which are communal spaces, we're, we're cleaning that uh, at least three times a day. We have a posted schedule uh, of when we're, we're cleaning those, those areas and kind of commonly uh, trafficked areas. Um, and we also have provided um, hand sanitation areas in, in those spaces so that way uh, residents can come in and, you know, wash their hands at a, at a sink or use hand sanitizer as they feel necessary. So those are those are two of the big things we're doing. We've provided clear communication with resources from the uh, CDC, from local state and federal governments. And then we've also been informing residents about what we're doing as well. 
um, and, you know, the practices we're doing, the efforts that we are engaging to make their their living conditions as, as best as possible. Um, you know, we've moved from um, kind of in-person meetings to having virtual meetings. Um, you know, we're available via Skype or FaceTime, um, even some WeChat platform as well. Um, just anywhere that a student or resident might uh, be engaging with, we're, we're equipped and meeting them wherever they are. So, of course, phone calls, emails, um, kind of our, our wheelhouse for communication. Um, but, you know, those video chats are also sometimes that helps that person-to-person connection in a time where social distancing is um, quite a, a unique challenge that we've um, had to meet uh, really quickly. And, um, you know, I, I know that, um, you know, it, it can be difficult to adapt to those things, but um, I feel really strongly that um, we live in a culture and a climate that, um, adaption to technology is rapid and productive, and um, yeah, we've been seeing that play out in in this sort of mentality where it's just a shift of communication. Um, and yeah, I think it's been really productive uh, to be able to do that. Well, Christian, I greatly appreciate hearing about that, making sure that you're exercising the necessary resources or perhaps blocking off some of the amenities uh, just to make sure you're taking into consideration the safety and well-being of everybody. I know it requires making tough decisions, and that's what a lot of businesses are doing across the board. I wanted to backtrack a little bit and talk a little bit more from a social standpoint, particularly with your staff and residents. Just how have they been reacting to this whole situation? If there's any uh, new information, new assurances that you've been passing along to them to just make sure that everybody is being responsible and doing what they have to do in this situation? Yeah, good good question. So, you know, I, I think if you're looking at this as like, a, you know, on a chart or some sort of timeline, um, the initial announcement and news that was coming out, especially regarding some of the colleges and universities, um, kind of nationwide, but also locally in Ithaca, as they closed down, um, there was there was definitely initial shock. I mean, there's no doubt. We, we had several conversations with uh, residents uh, who were students at some of those institutions that uh, were really concerned about what the future might hold for them. Um, I'm really happy to say that we were able to partner um, and, and have those conversations, you know, and, and provide assurance that we are not going to close down. We, you know, our facility will continue to operate and they can rely on us to, to have that housing um, situated. And, you know, we, we were able to have those conversations um, and, and, like I said, provide that, that assurance. I think really helped in a time where there was a lot of uncertainty going around. We were able to say, you know, we're, we're still here. We're here for you. Uh, and, you know, we're going to help you as, in any way that, that we can. Um, as far as, you know, making sure that everyone, you know, is individually addressed um, and, and cared for, you know, I, unfortunately we can't guarantee the safety or security of any of our tenants. Um, however, we, we take a personalized approach to each and every situation. I know that something that's on the forefront of everybody's mind is, you know, how to, you know, make rental payments or, you know, even cover some basic costs in the near future as maybe job situations have changed, things like that. You know, and, and that's where we really can activate our, our approach to customer service and, and really be empathetic. Um, we've been having those conversations already. And, you know, we're able to set up different payment plans, waive some fees. You know, we, we want to have those conversations early on so we can meet those needs and can give them, you know, assurance that, you know, they're not just a number. They're not just an apartment number, so to speak, or an account number somewhere. You know, they, they matter to us. We want to help them through this, this really global issue that, that everyone's facing. Um, we, can, we can be there to help meet their need. 
Um, you know, so we've been having those conversations and, and opening that dialogue uh, via those clear communication pieces that we're sending out, but also just on an individualized basis sometimes through our text messaging platform. Um, as wherever students and residents are engaging with us, that's where we are and trying to approach that in a personalized way. Yeah, and I appreciate hearing that. I mean, when we first talked a few weeks ago, we talked about how Auto and Ithaca representatives were really trying to connect with their residents and potential residents to try to meet their needs in whatever ways possible, especially now when I guess whatever ways are allowed. But I kind of wanted to ask a, a different question, and it seems kind of weird in, in a way, but a lot of people are remaining optimistic, as, as I am. Um, obviously, this is a temporary disruption. We don't know for how long, but because of that, I've been tracking conversations with students. They're still figuring out and considering their future off-campus living situations. And so I wanted to ask you if if those conversations are still being held by Auden Ithaca, if students are still inquiring to you about considering Auden Ithaca as a potential place for, for living off-campus. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, we've, we have shifted our marketing um, to be more responsive to and, and adequate to the, you know, events that are, are swirling around us right now. Um, so we've, you probably have noticed if you follow us on social media, we've shifted everything to kind of an, a digital platform as far as giving virtual tours, um, things like that. And, um, and, and yeah, we, you know, we, we're still leasing. Um, you know, we, we've actually were able to accommodate um, quite a few residents that uh, were seeking immediate housing. Um, given, you know, some sort of situation change with uh, something else that they had going on. Um, so, you know, we're we're absolutely still having those conversations. Um, regarding the fall move-in, yeah, it, it lo- we're in lockstep with that as well. You know, our, our leasing velocity um, really hasn't dropped off substantially, uh, which um, is kind of an industry-wide reflection as well. Um, I've been talking with some other industry leaders kind of on a, a nationwide, um, you know, conversation, not, not necessarily Ithaca specifically. Um, and we've noticed that, you know, yeah, across the board, there has been a slight slowdown, um, but really not to the extent that you may have expected. There's still a lot of optimism and positivity regarding the fall semester, and I don't see that dropping off. You know, everything that we've been seeing in the news um, really does have it being positively uh, positioned for that uh, that fall semester um, still being in place. So, yeah, we're, we're absolutely, absolutely still leasing. Those conversations have changed a little bit, obviously. Um, you know, what we're hearing from students um, has changed. They, you know, they, they still seek that privacy option. Um, they want to make sure that, you know, they have their own room, they have their own space. Um, so we're seeing that need escalate a little bit um, with, you know, maybe some other living situations they were in. They may not have had the, um, you know, the privacy aspect that is really being um, amplified with this kind of social distancing. I think that even though after we're, we're over COVID-19 as being a, you know, a, a kind of a global issue, I think there's still going to be best practices that are maintained and, and society will likely change um, to, to meet that reflection. I, I think as it pertains to student housing, um, particularly out in Ithaca, you know, people and students are going to be looking for that uh, privacy option, the to to make sure that even though maybe social distancing isn't mandated, they have the option whether whether to participate in that or not, or at least their immediate living environment they can control, um, you know, a lot more closely. So I, I think that's something interesting. We're, we're continuing to monitor it. Um, you know, we're not we're definitely not as um, you know we're not marketing at, in the same way that we were before. Obviously, we're we're adapting that to meet the demands and the kind of 
climate, if you will, of the of the news cycle and things like that. Because um, you know we, we're trying to be empathetic to the situation. We don't want to be crowding um, or you know seeming to be aggressive during this time. You know we want to be helpful, resourceful, um, and and meeting the needs of the students that that may come up. No, and we get that. I think we greatly appreciate that, the, that you are shifting the conversation a little bit, making sure that, that DMG Investments as well as other property companies are being understanding of the situation right now, certainly holding a sense of optimism, moreover, just needing to be responsible during this time. I guess my final question for you is just if you have any final message for your residents, for potential future residents, anything you want to share with the audience about Odd and Ithaca? Yeah, just a couple things. I mean, you know, first of all, you know, our we have an in-house task force that is constantly assessing and reviewing the situation. And our, our number one goal is to maximize the the measures that we're doing to minimize the risk of exposure and spread. So, you know, we have daily, um, you know, daily touch bases, you know, after every news cycle and just saying, okay, what's new out there? How can we better meet the, the changing expectations as we learn more about the virus, as we learn more about, how it's impacting our specific communities, and how can we implement wise changes to meet those needs? So, you know, we're we're doing whatever we can um, to to meet those needs. The second thing I would say is, um, you know, we're 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 here for you. Um, you know, we're we're not going anywhere. We have we have on-site staffing. Uh, we have um, kind of reduced it to essential personnel at this time, just to make sure we're we're staying compliant with. Um, state and local and federal expectations there. Uh, but, you know, our, our operation is still in place. So if you need to have a conversation, if you need to, to speak with someone, uh, if you're a resident hearing this or if you're a future resident and you need to speak with someone, we're still there. You can schedule a, a meeting or a, a phone call with us. We're, we're happy to talk with you, um, and we, we want to talk to you about this. You know, these are uncertain times for a lot of individuals. And if you just need some clarity and you want to know how we're – specifically you know handle your situation um you know please give us a call we're we have a team equipped to uh to handle those calls and we want to hear from you we don't want you to kind of wander around not knowing what's going on we we want to hear from you we want to take care of your concerns and the third thing is you know i i think the, the you know I, I live in new york city the optimism here is we're going to get through this and and i i really feel strongly about that we're all in it together um, my neighborhood has really come together in a really, really amazing way. You know, we've been helping out um, elderly members of the community by helping them run errands. I mean, the, just the, the kind of human aspect of this is, is really amazing to see. And I, I'm so excited to, you know, get over this um, issue and, and see how society really reacts um, in, a, in a large way. And, you know, having a community like Auden Ithaca, uh, be able to participate um, wherever we can and, and be a shining example of, um, you know, of a community that comes together um, to to kind of help each other in a way, even though, uh, you know, the idea of social distancing, it, it, it seems bizarre to kind of come together in that way. Um, but I think just the juxtaposition of that is really, um, really unique and special thing that we're going to be seeing. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic and I'm, I'm really excited that uh, we continue to serve our residents here in Audenistica. Well, Christian, I greatly appreciate your time. Thank you so much for the conversation. I'm sure our audience appreciates that information as well. Please, please, please stay safe. I mean, I'm remaining on the side of optimism as well, that this is all temporary, a matter of time, but we need to be individually responsible uh, during this period as well. But otherwise, again, thank you so much. 
Likewise, Christopher. Stay safe, be well, and uh, I look forward to talking to you soon about uh, how we overcame this in the end. Once again, I'd like to thank Christian Olone. He's a regional manager for DMG Investments, which takes care and maintains Auden Ithaca here in our local area. If you'd love to learn more about Auden Ithaca, you can go to their website at audenithaca.com or give them a dial at 855-342-9027. For WVBR, I'm Christopher Morales.